After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Oh, I'm stuck. One taste is never enough. Snap! in Brooklyn, you're here with Kellogg's Rich Pifties are saying. It says, I'm starving. Yo, I'm a genius. Kellogg's Rice Pifties cereal, the loud part of complete breakfast. Mine say popcorn today. What do your Rice Krispies say? Mine says, I love Vinny. What is going on, latchkey kids and broken homies? This is your boy, Staff Man, coming to you live from the underbelly. I thought it would be fun to talk about breakfast cereal from back in the day. I love cereal. I can't get enough of it. You know, my favorite is the Frosted Flakes. I can't get enough of that sugar crack, especially when you get to the bottom of the box and it's just the dust. That sugar dust, you just want to snort it. I'm not recommending that you do it, but it's just like you want to snort it. You want to get that sugar Tony the Tiger high. So I really love cereal. And right now, I think it's a fine time to talk about cereal because with the holidays coming around, Halloween specifically, they released the Monster cereal. So that's when you have Frankenberry, Fruit Brute, Booberry, and Count Chocula, which is weird because Count Chocula cereal used to be available all year round. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you do see it all year round, but it is something that I haven't seen frequently, but I don't go into the store looking for it. I think. Our fascination with cereal is because of the mascots. So I'm going to take a deep dive into a couple of the mascots, some cereal mascots that are a blast from the past. You know, I want to keep it retro. You know, I want to go deep into Kellogg's and Quaker Oats and General Mills and so on. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the Quaker Crisp and the Quisp pronounced with a Q. I'm assuming is a humanoid character with a propeller on his head, kind of peach looking fellow with a green tunic. I've never had that cereal. I don't think they make it anymore, but you know, you can't go wrong with Quaker Oats, man. You know, I love me some Quaker Oats cereal. It was introduced in 1965 and was discontinued in 1970s, but it has in recent years returned to earth via online outlet. So you can buy it online, which is pretty cool. I know a lot of people don't like Amazon, but Amazon has everything. So, you know, if you want to go there for it, more power to you. The next one is Tony the Tiger, Kellogg's Sugar Frosted Flakes. This is my guy here. In 1952, one of Kellogg's iconic products, Sugar Frosted Flakes, was introduced with a roar by Tony the Tiger with his Famous slogan of their great Tony was voiced by Thoral Ravenscroft, who also sung the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch song from the, the Grinch movie. The next cereal is another fan favorite is Kellogg's Rice Krispies with the three elves, Snap, Crackle and Pop. They were introduced in 1933 and have been the spokespersons for Kellogg's Rice Krispies ever since. And I think no human on earth has not got a bowl of that, poured milk in, and listened 
for the snapping and the crackling and the popping of the cereal. I don't think anyone has not done that. It's just come standard when you pour the cereal into the bowl and you get the milk. The next one is the Monster Cereal. In 1971, General Mills introduced two cereals featuring monsters, Count Chocula and strawberry-flavored Frankenberry. The following year saw the entry of Booberry. Although all three cereals are still produced today, another Monster Cereal did not fare so well, which was Fruit Brute, which was discontinued in the 1980s. But that's inaccurate because right now they have all four cereals available at your local grocery market. And the funny thing about the Monster Cereal is right now they're doing a advertising campaign with Cause. And if you know who Cause is, K-A-W-S, you know he's artist and he's known for some of his street work and street art. I have one of his knockoff pieces here at my house. But Cause is doing a collaboration with the Monster Cereal in which if you enter into the contest, you can win the four monster figures that he is creating for the cereal. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm going to enter myself. I'm not going to buy the cereal. I'm just going to go to the store, get the code off the back and enter it via my phone. So, you know, that's a hack that I'm going to be doing. Also, another knockoff was Yummy Mummy came in fruity, yummy mummy, General Mills, succeeded Fruit Brute, and it had fruit-flavored frost cereal with vanilla-flavored monster mallows. Like Fruit Brute, fruity, yummy mummy did not stalk the grocery aisles long. But again, like I said, if you go to the store right now, you're guaranteed to find all four of these monster cereals in your cereal aisle. And then we'll go to the next one, which is the OG, Quaker Oats. The Quaker Oats Man has been around since 1877 and was the first registered trademark for a cereal. So if you know the Quaker Oats Man, he's like this old white guy with uh, long white hair. He has on the hat, very grandfatherly looking figure that's on the Quaker Oats container. So the next one here is one I've never heard of, but I'm sure I would have ate. And it's the Ralston launched Freakies from the 1972, a pre-sweetened cereal that was grown at the site of the legendary Freakies tree. Helping youngsters dig into their Freakies were seven freaky creatures named Boss Moss, Cow Mumble, Gargle, Grumble, Goody Goody, Ham Hose, and Snorkeldorf. Now, if you ever get a chance to look this cereal up, these fucking things look like boogers. There's no way that whoever came up with this idea did not think of that. Hey, these are boogers. That's exactly what they look like. So, yeah, that was 1972. So we're getting into a wild time. Now we're getting into a more Cocoa Puffs era, which was 1958. And that was Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. And Sonny was always cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And he would always go ham for those Cocoa Puffs. Like, he would go nuts. He was introduced in 1958. He is a part of the General Mills family. It is pretty much a chocolate flavored corn puff cereal, which is still going strong, I believe. So definitely looking at Sunny because I love that cereal too. I haven't had it lately. As I've grown older, I've gone more of the Cheerios route. So I'm eating Cheerios more frequently. Hey, babies, you're liking the show? Well, thanks. Leave a five-star rating and a comment, please. 
Do you want to see the guys' faces? Well, they got YouTube videos. It comes out every Wednesday before the episode comes out on Friday. You can watch this podcast on any major platform you listen to. Rate five stars and comment. Thanks, babies. And then we get into the more racist part of the serial era. This was the 1960s, and this mascot was for sugar sparkled rice crinkles. This was so high, which was an oriental advertising icon. Obviously, he needed to be retired right away. Sohai was one of several pro serial mascots that was developed by General Foods and the Ed Graham Advertising Agency. It was in 1964, various characters were grouped into a TV series, such as Linus the Lionhearted, featuring such vocal talents as Sheldon Leonard, Sterling Holloway, Carl Reiner, Ruth Buzzy, Jesse White, and Jonathan Winters. So I guess this serial ended up having a series. And the series ran on CBS and ABC for five years. So how about that? And then now we get to King Vitamin, which I've seen King Vitamin before. I've had King Vitamin. It's not a terrible cereal, but it's not my go-to cereal as well. King Vitamin was started in 1970s by the Quaker Oats Company. It is a mascot of a king. But then later on, it was replaced with a flesh and blood actor who's wearing a crown made of golden spoons. And that changed in the 2000s to a cartoon character again. And this one has a long white beard. So he looks kind of like Merlin, but he's a king. And then you have the Sugar Crisp Sugar Bear. And Sugar Bear, before he was introduced, was a trio of bears called Dandy, Handy, and Candy. And the three bears are probably the only breakfast mascot to be immortalized in song by Rosemary Clooney for Columbia Records in 1951. So, you know, if you got iTunes or Spotify, check out that Rosemary Clooney. But Sugar Bear, I remember because he was just so cool, man. He had that post cereal shirt on and he would always be like, can't get enough of that golden Chris. Uh, he's just very smooth operator. The next one is a freak show of a cereal called Big Mix which had a mutant mascot that was a conjuring of a rooster head, moose antlers, a pig's snout, and a wolf's fur. It was a combined rice cereal with wheat and oats. And uh, again, this came out in the 90s and it was called Big Mix. It was not around for long. Now we got Lucky Charms, which was also in the 60s, General Mills. Featuring a pink heart, yellow moon, orange stars, and green clovers. The spokesperson for the magically delicious cereal was Lucky the Leprechaun. Which I find interesting that he hasn't been retired because of the the Irish of how he talks. You know, I thought someone by now would be complaining about that, but I guess I'm wrong. But yeah, Lucky was replaced in 1975 by Waldo the Wizard, but... The wizard didn't last that long, and later on, Lucky made it back. So, what was your favorite cereal? You know, I'm I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on your cereal and what you thought you might have enjoyed growing up. Because for me, like I said, waking up in the morning to get a bowl of cereal to get that prize inside was always a rush for me, especially on Saturday morning because you get that big mixing bowl of cereal and you could get it all together and pour your milk and you just 
ate that all day until Saturday morning cartoons came off. So, you know, let us know in the comments and let us know what your thoughts were on your cereal memories on Twitter or on Instagram. You know, hit us up and let us know. The next cereal I'm going to talk about is Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam, follow your nose. He always had the uncanny ability to sniff out the flavored fruit, which if you eat Fruit Loops individually, just the O's themselves, they all taste the same. There's no differentiation. Like it's not like one is blueberry or raspberry or orange or lemon. They all taste the same. So Toucan Sam has been around a long time. And then, you know, you had Sugar Smacks, which had a spooky looking clown on the front. So I would advise people who have a clown fear not to look this one up. Creepy clowns have tried to cajole kids into diving into their Sugar Smacks, even going so far as to trade in national security secrets, offering free atomic submarines. That is one of the advertisings on the cereal, I shit you not. And I'm looking at this at cbsnews.com. So this is a older article. Then you had Gene LaFoot's Cinnamon Crunch. One of the most beloved of breakfast mascots is Captain Crunch. Introduced by Quaker Oats in 1963, as popular as the cereal has been, there has been other offshoots of whose boxes the captain's visage has been on, including Gene LaFoot's Cinnamon Crunch, Crunchberry, featuring the Crunchberry Beast, Choco Crunch with Choco the Blob, Peanut Butter Crunch, which featured Smetley the Elephant, and Vanilla Crunch, which featured the Canine Sea Dog. So there was a whole host of characters on the Captain Crunch cereal. And I think Captain's first name was Horatio. I don't know why I know that, but I think it's Horatio. Then you had the uh, Blue New was the mascot of Kellogg's Strawberry Combos, Cocoa Krispies, and featured various animals from the anonymous elephant to Snagglepuss, the TV star. And then you had the triple snack, Giraffe, which was a cereal that featured peanuts in it. And then, of course, what cereal would not have Mr. T as the mascot? I pity the fool that don't eat this cereal. So Mr. T had a crispy, sweet corn and oat cereal, which included fortified B vitamins and iron. And it also came with a Mr. T sticker on the inside. And then you had the, of course, Trix Rabbit, who's always trying to get a bowl of tricks and is always being taunted by those bastard kids who tells him, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. So he never gets the bowl. He was introduced in 1959. He spends most of his energy trying to get his hand on a bowl of tricks. In mail-in ballots, children who took pity on him voted to let the rabbit have some cereal already, but that didn't seem to make him less crazy or silly. Then you had Quake, was a partner cereal to Quaker Oats Quisp, a corn and oat cereal buzzing with honey and buzzing with earthquake power. Originally sporting a miner's helmet, the character Quake appeared on the later boxes with a cowboy hat. With disappointing sales, Quaker Oats asked the public to decide which of two cereals to keep, with kids being asked to vote between an alien or a cowboy. So Quisp won. So I guess Quisp, the first mascot I talked about, turned out to be an alien. So they ended up keeping that. And then Pink Panther had his own cereal with Pink Panther Flakes, which its claim to fame was turning the pink milk. So I don't know if I would have enjoyed that because that's like looking at a bowl of Pepno-Bismol. So I don't know. And then, of course, Star Trek and Star Wars had their cereals. Sugar Smacks 
had Spock on it. And then there was C-3PO's. He had his own cereal. So, of course, they got in on it. And then shredded wheat came from Nabisco. And that included Batman and Robin on the cover. So you had that. And then Sugar Corn Pops, which was introduced in the 1950s. And it had a radio cereal. Not cereal as in C-E-R, but cereal as in S-E-R-I-A-L. And it featured the adventures of Wild Bill Hickok, having featured a variety of mascots, including an illustrated cowboy, a cartoon cowboy, Woody Woodpecker, a prairie dog named Sugar Pops Pete, and Poppy the Porcupine. Then you had some other cowboy-themed cereal, which was Waffalo's, which had a wild Waffalo Bill on the front. And then Klondike Pete was on Crunchy Nuggets, which was a rice cereal. And then this is a cereal called Force, which was a wheat cereal. The character of Sonny Jim was on the cover. It was introduced in 1901. Unfortunately, it didn't last too long. It disappeared from U.S. shelves. But in January of 2013, the cereal partners reintroduced Force. But again, it was discontinued for low demand. And then you had Buzz the Bee for Honey Nut Cheerios which you can see him with a multitude of commercials. And you can find those commercials on YouTube. I think Nelly had starred in a couple of commercials with Buzz the Bee. It's more of a, I don't know why I consider that an urban cereal, but I remember they were trying to do more of an urban flair with Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't know if it's because of heart health, because heart disease is such a prevalent danger in the African-American community. But I remember that being something more noticeable while I was in Detroit. Other cereal, Steve Urkelow's Sweetened Cereal. And the nerdy character played by Jaleel White in the TV series Family Matters had his own cereal. And on this cover is Urkel for President, free campaign button inside. So you could have won a trip to Washington, D.C. if you would have bought this particular cereal. So everybody was in on the cereal game at the time. And it was anyone's game to win. So again, I ask, what's your favorite cereal? What do you find fascinating about cereal mascots? Hey guys, if you like to see us in the flesh, we have video highlights of our episodes we release on every Wednesday before the new episode that comes out Friday. As always, you can catch this podcast on any major platform you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to rate us five stars and comment on how you're liking the show. After school special podcast. It's this lady and she's like, hi, welcome to my vagina. After school special podcast. What robot pet starts out speaking a unique language, but eventually speaks English? Gloopy? The fuck is a gloopy? Podcast comes out every Friday, Friday, Friday. Robot Chicken. I've talked about this before on the show with the guys. Robot Chicken did a serial bit with the Tricks Rabbit trying to be like Tony Montana from Scarface. So I remember that. It was pretty funny. But a cereal they didn't talk about was Cookie Crisp. Now, Cookie Crisp went through a multitude of character switches, too. And I think right now it's a dog or a wolf as the mascot on the cover. And then Cinnamon Toast Crunch had Wendell the Chef, I think. So, yeah, there's been a couple cereals that didn't get mentioned, but they're pretty popular. So, again, let us know what you think about your cereals that you like to eat, hit us up. You know where to find us. And this is just a short one that I wanted to go over because, you know, I just like to get some vintage stuff out. 
my next episode that I'll do a short one on is going to be on, I think I'm going to do the Mighty Mutanimals, which is a offshoot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a pretty popular group of animals that were on the show and in the comics. So I'm definitely going to look into doing some research on that. So looking forward to getting that episode out and getting out the next episode on strange things, not stranger things, but like Mothman and a couple episodes on Bigfoot. I've been really intrigued by the Bigfoot phenomenon. So looking to get into that. So looking forward to getting those out to you and cheers and see you on the next one. Hey everyone, it's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcast. And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Of course, Tricks Rabbit, who's always trying to get a bowl of tricks and is always being taunted by those bastard kids. <laughs>